why you're listening to that there there here uh flesh floppies number 10 Sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the mother-loving geek nation. Welcome to Fresh Floppies. I'm Johnny Destructo of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex. It's a comic shop on Main Street. Maniunk, come to it. Oh, hello. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my name is Noel. I am a patron of uh, that uh, that they're here. Comic shop. <laughs> why, am I, why am I doing that? I hate it. <laughs> uh, we are here to talk about uh, spoiler-free reviews of a fresh floppies comic books periodical single issue uh stories uh, thingies yeah. my stories uh, <laughs> basically yeah. they're my stories some people watch wrestling some people watch soap operas i read uh sequential art in the comic books that come out in periodicals weekly uh chapter at a time and that's what we're going to talk about today without uh, revealing any spoilers so is there anything is there any other uh, uh preamble we have to give other you can than, listen like, this it, is so that you can have some um information when you're walking into your local comic yeah. shop today wednesday um new comic book day so uh we just want you to forewarned is forearmed <laughs> so now <laughs> after this sticker. you will have forearms <laughs> yeah. don't you can thank us <laughs> yeah we're gonna um we're, we're gonna spoil no no no, no spoilers. we're not gonna spoil yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the idea, the the idea, the impetus was that I wish I had a show like this uh, when I was on my way into the shop. If I should try something or not, or something I'm excited yeah. about, we hear about. Yeah. yeah. First but, up, uh, Alien from 20, 20th Century Studios, aka Marvel. Um, this is number one by uh, Declan Shalvey, Andrea Bricardo, and Triona Farrell. And if I'm not mistaken, it is the third number one in a year and a half. Oh, has it been? Yeah. What are they like? Six issue minis? Basically, That's they, kinda, they I'm, just, I'm okay with that. Though. Every six issues, they seem to just relaunch. I wouldn't mind it if they did Alien subtitle. Just um, give it. Just give your story a name. Have any of them been aliens, or they've just all been aliens? They've all been alien. Alien. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, this is a really good jumping on point. If you're an alien <laughs> fan, you can just jump into this brand new spanking number one. Uh, and I like that this one basically takes place where the thing originated. It just feels like the thing. John Carpenter's the thing, but if, oh. if but with an alien. When you said the thing, I thought you meant the events of the first film. No. No. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not accurate. It's, uh, that's LV426, <laughs> yeah. uh, as as noted by the uh, the recap at the beginning of the book. The elevator pitch is, hey, what if alien, but colder? Yeah. Yeah, That's this is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Less desolate, more frozen. Mm-hmm. But still desolate. Still desolate. Cold. Dusty? Yeah. Less dusty? Less dusty. Hey. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, did, what did you think of this book? Uh, well, starting with the presentation, um, I like the cover. It's spooky. It's a little subtle. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about the 20th Century Studios at the top, but I'm getting used to it because it also, what was it? Predator has the same as well as Planet of the Apes. Yep. Uh, the cover stock is... Only slightly thicker than the interior pages. It only has to be slightly thicker. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> like um, we're talking about a bar, this is the minimum. Um, but the story itself, is it's it's solid. It's mm-hmm. like a solid John Carpenter's The Thing. We are digging in ice looking for water because um, we are expanding into the universe at such a quick rate that we're actually running out of water. I guess we're finding more planets that are dry than are, yeah. than are liquid or, you know, have uh, drinkable water. So um, these people are out there on this ice planet trying to mine for water um, for the greater 
universe. I yeah, guess. it's a it's a it's a family. Yeah. Um, uh, the the matriarch is the main scientist, and you've got the uh, father and the daughter, and they are this little uh, scientific exploration team unit who have been stranded. sort of yeah <laughs> stranded. They they cannot reach the company that they work for um, for six months, and so every so often they'll just send out a little. Like hey yeah. hey guys we're still here can we like I'm pregnant so this can is we the, leave this is the for for all you alien heads out there this is um this this show this takes place in 2195 which is 70 years after the first film and about 24 years after the second film mm-hmm. um, and it's on another one of the LV moons yeah so my favorite so I I, I thought this was a solid also yeah. but my favorite bit about just the alien movies that this book captures is the just brazen corporatization of oh, the yeah. cosmos. Yeah. So in this book, the fir- the very first scene or the, the second scene of the book, um, the little girl who's, uh, you know, spelunking and pulling out samples in the ice finds a face hugger. Yeah. And she, she cuts it out, doesn't really know what it is, and, you know, takes it back. They send out a transmission uh, that they found something. Uh, to their to their company, uh, hoping that it gets there, and then you just see a scene of another ship getting the transmission, or what is it, piggybacking or, or yeah. inter- in- intercepting the transmission. Two fast forward two weeks later, Whalen Yutani has bought that other company, <laughs> and just based off of uh, the fact that these people found something, bought that other company, yeah. showed up and wanted to take the. Uh, the sample that they found. Um, this so is the first time I've seen Whalen Utani. Maybe it's the first time I've noticed that Whalen Utani just seems to be the Empire at this point. Like mm. they're just bad. They show up and they're pricks, absolute pricks, and like they're just kind of abusing this family. They don't give a shit. Um, this the father had lost an arm and was in the middle of like trying to get a settlement from the previous company that he worked for mm-hmm. uh, before Whalen Utani bought it, and he shows up. Th- this dipshit shows up he's like hey uh, we bought your whole company by the way uh because of how we bought it we don't owe you any money so like he, he sucks like these dudes are yeah. awful they're basically just you know palpatine vader and the and the the stormtroopers uh, more up. more uh replace the mustache twirling with the tie straightening and yeah, yeah pretty much but you know what that's that's in line with every one of the movies is it yeah like, they, they i kind are... of always assumed there was like it was a little bit more shady than that. It was a little bit more like, hey, we're buddies, but I'm going to, on the secret, going to be it's, kind it's, of a prick. This guy shows up and he's just a prick. It's bureaucratic evil. Yeah. And then depending on the middle manager, you're going to have somebody that's uh, slimy or somebody that's uh, shifty. Mm-hmm. Either way. Yeah, they. I, I, you know, I don't know if it'd be the... I don't think they think they're evil. I think the Empire thinks they're evil. Yeah. Or like... <laughs> ah, okay, I see. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Waylon Yutani is like Amazon gone bad. You know who this guy reminds me of? Wait, Amazon um, is bad. But you know what I mean? Like, Amazon... <laughs> yeah, true. They it's, are bad. Yeah, it's, it, they're, they're like an intergalactic Amazon corporation that has their yeah. fingers in literally every single type of technology and now mining on other planets. Yeah. His look reminds me of uh, Bobby Baby uh, from um, Die Hard, like that... Yeah, he, guy. the the guy, uh, the cocaine guy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I see that. <laughs> this is a really solid first issue for an alien story. Yeah, I um, pretty fresh. I I think pretty fresh. Also, it is a solid start. It's um, I really like the art. Uh, it's a little cartoonish, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. The aliens look cool. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm pleasantly surprised by Declan Shalvey's story pacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really solid because he is more more commonly known as an artist. Mm, yes. 
Uh, and he did this cover. Did he now? I believe so. Oh, wow. That's nice. I believe so. That's his cover, right? I don't think so. Oh, now I'm going to look in the credits. Do, 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 Oh, he does one of the covers. This is Alex Maleev, Declan Shalvey, and Gabriel Delotto. I don't know whose signature that is. This is this Alex Maleev? Probably. Yeah, it's Malievish. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, pretty fresh. I was very uh, pleasantly surprised. Um, you know what, though? I'm not going to stick with it. No. <laughs> all, all, I have read the number ones of every single one of these Alien reboots. Or yeah. Like, they're Stories. all solid as hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all really good. If you like Aliens yeah. enough to read a comic book about them, you could jump into any of these. You're, you're happy. Yeah. Uh, I just, I think I just prefer to watch the films, honestly. Yeah, man. I mean, this falls in line with my usual kind of uh, problems with uh, horror in mm-hmm. comics. Like, it's supposed to be eerie and... And, and goopy and, and yeah. uh, isolating. And when you don't have all of the other things that do that in the movie, like sound, sound. design yeah. and motion and mm-hmm. shadows and, and you know, being... Yep. It, it loses some of that. It's just it's just plot, which yep. is fine, but different medium. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is Dawn of DC presents Green Arrow number one, written by Joshua Williamson. I, where, where have I heard that name before? Uh, um, every book ever every, every book DC? on DC he did Dark Crisis uh, he's currently writing our favorite Superman run our mine <laughs> second favorite Superman run I'm enjoying it is what I'm saying <laughs> uh, don't look at me like that don't, don't art and cover by mouth. Sean Azaxi Isaacs uh, Isaacsy uh, Isaacsy uh, I've seen him before um, it's solid it's solid he's, he's a it's, solid um, work you know who it is it's a uh, very Paul Palettier <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I think he was a fill-in artist uh, on like Young Justice, and mm-hmm. like he's been he's been bouncing around books on DC for a little while now. It's good. It's good though. Like it's solid yeah. comic booking. Yeah, this is this is yeah. um. So when people talk about um, DC style, DC house style, I see it as this. Yeah. Um, other people see it as like the Jim Lee, mm-hmm. the the not Lobdell. Um, uh, the 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 Jim Lee or um, uh, New Fifty Two basically the aesthetic of New Fifty Two yeah. <laughs> all the ju- all the the Suicide Squad books where everything was super cross hatched yeah. super cheesecakey very thin mm-hmm. lines whereas I see it as like the mid nineties uh, Kevin McGuire ish cartoony but weighty mm-hmm. kind of feel like this so I did like the look of this book a lot yeah it looks great um, and I got to, all right so cards on the table mm-hmm. i don't care about green arrow basically don't give a shit about this guy that being said i enjoyed his tv show a little bit for the first couple seasons um this is excellent oh i thought this was great I'm it shocked. does everything so am i yeah. especially since i don't like josh williamson for the most part this is the second josh williamson book that i like third after birthright um this tells you it's got a cold open oliver is waking up on a beach Again, and going, God damn it, how many times am I going to get stranded? But then he looks up, oh, I'm on another planet, this place is crazy. Um, But then we immediately get, I don't know, six pages of... Intro. Intro, while they're um, taking down bad guys. So it's an intro previously on slash action sequence that's all happening simultaneously... And I thought this was great. And then we get uh, a character that we haven't seen for a very long time showing up. And uh, 
Oh, I, I, I really like that sequence as well. Is that considered a spoiler? Because that character's been in other books. Uh, to talk I don't about think or not so. Because um, one of the problems I had with it was is that scene. Oh, t- okay, then great. Let's. I, I, Cheshire Cat shows up, who is basically um, uh, uh, Roy's child. Um, who? Le, le, not Lila. Leanne. Leanne. Thank She's you. been dead since like the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she was five years old when she died. Yeah. Um, so here she is as, as a, a teenager. Teenager, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. She has been in the Catwoman book. Right, How, oh, has she? Yeah. So, oh, I'm so not it's not that. it's not a hardcore shock that she's here. Okay. Um, what is a, a hardcore really. shock um, <clears throat> that I did not understand is what it, did Roy just like feel it in his loins that that's his daughter? There's literally no setup for the fact that he knows and talks to her like she's somebody. Mm-hmm. He hasn't seen this human being in the flesh since she was five, and just just kind of feels it. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't understand the that other than just shorthand, fast. Let's go with this. I think it was supposed to be it was parental seated somewhere else. Guts, like, is that a thing? Maybe there's an inflection in the way she speaks. You know, you know what it but is. She was her five. mother. Her mother is Cheshire Cat, right? Yeah. Who has historically an accent, so it's entirely possible that this kid has. Um, the same sort of accent or like hint of an accent and that's how he, he hears it. It's just intuition. Okay. You know, yeah, he, he takes a chance. He says, hey, you threw your first ninja star at this age and she stops. Yeah. And at that point, he knows, oh yeah. Okay, I mean, it was emotionally effective but as soon as the scene ended, I was like, wait, why? Yeah. Uh, because Could be the way she carries that, herself. Bef- yeah, but it, that's, that's implied, not yeah. shown. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, ouch, nice. What's your name? Cheshire Cat. And uh, also the fact that she calls herself Cheshire Cat, hmm. which is her mother's but thing. He has you put no, all that together. Yeah, but he has absolutely no insight. In, unless it happened in another book, he has absolutely no insight that the five-year-old that he mourned many, many years ago just happens to be back. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no seed of that insight, which... Sure. I don't know. I, I didn't. I just didn't buy it. I just took it as I recognize my own kid. All right. Yeah. I, I don't know what it's like to lose a child and then them come back as a different person. Or to older recognize person. Enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, besides that, I thought it was great. I really enjoy. I may actually be reading Green Arrow now. I thought this was really solid. And then it's a nice little cliffhanger at the end that I won't spoil. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, I wonder what that means. All right, I'll check this out. I thought it was pretty cool. I also love families, man. I love family books. Like I was saying this before on a a different episode. Um, Batman's great. Bad family, all day. Superman's Mm. fine. Super family, gimme. Green Arrow, don't give a shit. Green Arrow family, and suddenly I'm a little little bit more in. I like, I guess, maybe like family team books. What about Spider-Man? Spider-Man, great. You give me May Day with, you know, what was it? Uh, Renew Your Vows. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. had Mary Jane suddenly had powers. Spider-Man had powers. And their daughter, M- um, I almost said MJ. Their daughter, May Day, also had powers. And they were like, I don't think the book was particularly well written. But the idea of a spider family, I'm in. How dare you besmirch Dan Slot like that? <laughs> Did Slot do that one? Yeah. Oh. Um... Yeah, it was. This is solid. Uh, I so I wasn't as hot on it as you, mm. but there's enough incredibly strong, fun stuff in here, mm-hmm. and where it does leave the book, um, I like the notion that there's some sort of like 
bigger hand or bigger entity that's keeping the Arrow family at arm's length from each other. Mm -hmm. And that bigger mystery sounds cool. Um, This feels like the better part of Dark Crisis. In so much as I, I was so incredibly bored by the multiverse of it all expanding contracting the multiverse however every time that they focused in on the titans Mm -hmm. and and nightwing i was very i enjoyed it yeah so i fear that this will be the reverse of that book meaning i'm enjoying the family and the this but any hint of we're going big and it's like a multiversal supernatural crazy i might i might check out yeah i mean he's historically been a street level character they hinted that there being more to it yeah oh that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah no I'm, I'm agreeing with you oh that, that's right. a bit of a culture shock of like a little bit there's but this guy who's got a bow and arrow it's and a he, swing yeah it's a it's a good swing and i hope that uh williamson lands this plane yeah it's a mixed metaphor it's a good swing <laughs> land the plane unless you're <laughs> swinging a plane uh which some of the characters in the dc universe can swing planes um would you like to talk about the next uh, sure! Star Wars Darth Vader Black, White, and Red number one, starring Jason Aaron, Peach Momoko, Torin Gronbeck, Leonard Kirk, and Klaus Jensen. What is Red, White, and Black? Well, I'll tell you. And this. Bra- black, White, Black, White, Black, 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 black white, white, and Red? What is that? This is a series of books that um, Marvel has been doing where it's basically anthology series, and there's a couple of little stories in there. The whole book is black and white with splashes of red color. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, once the series is done, they reproduce it in a... Oh, treasury edition. Treasury edition, yeah. which are just gorgeous and yeah. wonderful. Um, so if you like anthology series, which I'm hit or miss with, great. This is also hit or miss. <laughs> I think the first one... The first story is great. The first story is actually like legit Star Wars. Who's it by? Um, that's the one by Jason Aaron and Leonard Kirk. Nice. Um, that is a part one, so it looks like it's going to be taking place throughout this little mini-series. Nicer. Um, and it, it ends on a wonderful cliffhanger. Loved it. Nicest. Uh, which I won't spoil. Um. Who the fuck is that? But someone gets the upper hand over someone that rarely gets the, their hand Someone, <laughs> someone upper-handed an underhander. Sure. Double-decker. What? Uh, and then the Peach Momoko one is the middle one, and that is basically like if um, no. Heavy Metal did an animated... No dialogue? No dialogue. If Heavy uh, Metal did an animated sequence of Star Wars, this feels a lot like that. There's a couple of... Um, so these these black, white, and reds, I have not been getting any issues, but I love the Treasury Edition, so I get them. There's a couple of them that do like the all vibes, no yeah. dialogue kind of a, a just art, artist showcase yeah but ooh creepy yeah man Un, unlike but like any anthology it's hit or miss man yeah. and it's it's hard to uh i cannot remember the last time i read an anthology book that was solid all the way through no never no there's always there's always a stinker yeah right? it's yeah. but it, it makes it almost feel like a chore sometimes however mm-hmm. these I think something about this, something that's special about these uh, black, white, and reds is that it's it gets away with being vibes more than other mm-hmm. anthology books because you are buying it for the art almost more than 
the narrative. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it's 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 an it's a uh, an artist challenge. Mm-hmm. You have three colors and a palette. Go to town. Yeah. Um, yeah. These are cool. These are really cool. And I'm glad that they're reaching out to other properties. So like they they did. Deadpool? Wolverine, Deadpool, Carnage, Moon Knight, Elektra, and now Star Wars? Yeah. Vader? I yeah. think that's cool. I think yeah, that's it's really cool. cool. Maybe like an alien one next. Uh, and this is right up my alley because I'm I'm knee deep in the middle of some Star Wars right now. Like some I go Warren. through Star Warren. I, yeah, I'm just Star Warren all over the joint. Um so this is this is right up my alley at this minute. I dig it. Um, yeah, this is pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. How's the presentation like? Oh, the presentation's wonderful. The um the the cards that's actually um slightly cardstocky cover. The I've got the cover by I don't know it looks like Gabriel Delato if I had to guess. Um, it's a good looking book and it's weight you get a good amount of book as well. It is four ninety nine and you're getting five dollars worth for sure. Wait, what's the ad for that on the back? The Empire. Yeah. What is by that? By Jody Hauser, uh, Star Wars Empire number one. What would you do if the Empire took over? So it's I guess it's just from the point of view of the empire interesting i can't tell if it's a what if like what if the empire totally won or if it's just like hey you're on a planet the empire shows up what do you do you know what what are the what uh, this is a side 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 conversation hmm. they did win yeah, for a long for like time. 30 years yeah 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 so it might be that might just be them like what happens when the empire shows up on your yeah. front door look at these two decades where evil prevailed um what do you got i am going to talk about the finale to the uh, Hulk run. Hulk by, well, by Ryan Otley. Uh, written and, and drawn by Ryan Otley. This this run was started by Dan, Donny Cates and Ryan Otley. Mm-hmm. You read the first, what, two issues, maybe? I read the first, maybe six. Spaceship Hulk. Yes. Uh, I, I, loved the, I, I loved the idea of this character... Uh, turning the um, the the system, the mindscape, into almost like a crew and a spaceship, using the hull using the Hulk as a vessel to get off planet and actually like I thought it was a cool idea. I liked it a lot. Yeah, so and then there got, was there was got, a Hulk that was even like the Hulk had a Hulk, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, you you had this this version of the Hulk that was uh, every ever all the dialogue scenes were like on the bridge of a starship yeah. uh, a crew of banners different types of banners doing things and then using the rage of a Hulk as an engine it, it's it was a, it's a very very cool idea yeah. um, the art this art is so gnarly it something something happened um, Donny Cates had to leave the book and Ryan Otley is finishing it. Um, I think the last credit that Donny Case had was like issue ten or eleven or something yeah. like that. I think it and was like personal struggles. Yeah, he's yeah. he's it going through like things. There's nothing fired. intentional. No, no, no. Yeah. He's just going through stuff. So they they're finishing the book, and um, the uh, the impression I'm getting is that it was meant to be longer because it wraps up very fast. Yeah. Um, which is disappointing. Yeah. Because I was enjoying this. I I technically fourteen and all with that. Um, with that crossover, mm-hmm. the Thor. Oh right! Oh, that was yeah. great. That's why I left off. Yeah, I didn't finish the Thor, Hulk crossover. It was good. Which was great. It was fun. Banner of War. Uh, and then this is so the the conceit of this it's a, a Hulk a planet of Hulks. Oh, it's the not planet Hulk. It's Hulk planet. Mm. Um, because of all the uh, some stuff that happened at the beginning of the book, uh, another dimension got a bunch of like radiated monsters and they all just like kind of made a settlement and time passed differently so it literally is a planet 
filled with Hulk type gamma creatures. And he thinks he finds a home there, but the Hulk inside of him, which we call Titan, um, is going to change that. It's, it literally grows to the size of a kaiju and it's creepy and it's scary. <laughs> um, they run through in this issue and the previous issue, they run through all of the answers to all the questions, like a speed round. Ugh. Um, it's like, how did he make the mind palace? Who did this? Who did that? What is it really? Ugh. And it's a, it, it brings in a couple of characters that I haven't seen in like a decade. One being um, who was revealed last issue, so it's not a spoiler. Despair. Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. Nightmare God. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a bit. Um, so before any of the events of this book, Doc Samson and and Doctor Strange helped Bruce create a mind palace mm-hmm. to have different rooms for all of his different. Yeah. All Stephen Kingy. Um, Bruce was like, I'm going to turn it into something else and turn it into the starship. Ah. Um, But a nightmare god, Despair, uh, got wind of it and decided to slowly corrupt it. Mm. And that's where Titan came from. Oh, okay. All right. And it's, it's, um, they're all good ideas. They seem, it's really fun. It, but the conclusion is so incredibly fast and it's a little like it's just kind of hand waved yeah. <laughs> because they have no time to finish it and they're just kind of trying to wrap up the story for the next writer. Yeah. Um the potential of what this could have been upsets me. Yeah. Because we're never gonna get it. But on paper and these fourteen issues, pretty fucking fun. So, so yeah, I, I, I was, I, that was my question. Would you still recommend like, hey, there's two trade paperbacks, three trade paperbacks? Would you trades. recommend people still read it? Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, I think cool. so. Nice. I think so. Um, the the writing is not. Uh, Ryan Otley is not a writer by trade, but he does a capable job of like getting the story across, and yeah. it's and it's good. It's a good looking book, man. Every page of that, I love Ryan Otley's yeah. artwork. Um, I can't wait to see what he draws next. Uh, I hope it's also something disgusting because that's when he really shines. I think when... he's he's moving on to a creator on something. He hasn't announced it yet. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would I would say fresh, fresh enough. Oh great! Like the the whole run altogether is pretty fresh, but you know this last leg mm-hmm. that has been kind of delayed and in turmoil and just yeah. rushing it out, pretty fresh. I think it's at least worth reading the Banner of War miniseries. Well, I mean, Hulk versus Thor. Yeah, that was. Can fun. you can you just jump into that? Yeah. Oh, I'd say yes. at le- I would say I would read at least the first first Hulk trade. Hulk trade, and then yeah. Banner of War. It's like yeah. five issues. Okay. Yeah. Start at the beginning. Sold. Anyway, well, uh, what do we talk about next? Strange, number two, by Jed McKay and Pasquale Ferry with Matt Hollingsworth. Uh, this is Legacy number 428 with a gorgeous cover by gorgeous. Alex Ross. Love this dude. Um, uh, this is another book where I don't, I'm flabbergasted that I'm enjoying a book about Doctor Strange. I <laughs> was amazed that I enjoyed Green Arrow, number one. Um, I'm now on the second issue of this Doctor Strange series. <clears throat> Jed McKay, man, he's really, he's really shaping up. I'm really enjoying his stuff. Um, we get uh, basically, and I, you know what? Speaking of families, Doctor Strange plus Clea. Yeah, I love this team up. Husband yeah. and wife, they're both out there doing shit. Fucking love it. Get um, shit done. Getting shit done. Uh, and she's actually the more interesting character to me in their pairing. I love the way that she's more direct. She's a literal warlord. She was raised to be a warlord. Um, and uh, she is a very cool foil for Stephen mm-hmm. Stephen Strange's usual uh, tactics. And then we get some Moon Knight in here, and this feels very much like a 
uh, almost like a John Constantine. Something has put these this kid to sleep. They can't wake her up. They don't know why. Oh, because she doesn't have a... Um, her astral form is not in her body. Yeah, yeah, it's missing. So they have to go deep into past dreams, into nightmares, to see what's uh, holding her astral form prisoner. And then we get some nice little surprises down there in the nightmare realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some questions, actually. Um, this is really solid. I really like this. And mm-hmm. the Pasquale Ferry art is top-notch. What would you think? Uh, I agree with you with half of that. I love this book. I think the story is wonderful. I am still not gelling with this art. Oh, man. Most okay. explicitly, the face. The face acting Ugh. and the design. So, like, okay. I don't... I, I really don't like his strange design. Like, the cape design. Huh. And, man... My least favorite aspect of this style of Doctor Strange is the fucking eyebrows. Like, <laughs> he does. I can't. Very handle, pointy. Even her. I can't handle this. I <laughs> yeah, can't yeah. handle this. <laughs> I'm showing him a panel of Clea just kind of like looking to the side and her eyebrows are fucking vertical lines in her forehead. <laughs> yeah, they all they look both evil. Are. If, I, you look, I, if you look at them side by side, they both have the same I eyebrows. I can't, I can't, is it just magic eyebrow time? Like yeah. I, I'm, I know this, I know guys, I know it's a nitpick. Yeah. I know. But it's one of those things that keeps pulling me out. Like the facial acting, like the way that Pasquale Ferry does the nightmare realm, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. It's just unreal. The way that, uh, that they design like the, um, the doppelganger versions of them, uh, the back-to-back fighting. Yeah. It is so good. But as soon as it's like close-up conversation time, I am ripped straight out. Mm. I do. I, I'm, I want to fill an artist. Um, it looks like it's just his style of drawing eyebrows. Instead of arching down at the end towards the back of your eye, they arch upward toward, the bra- toward your forehead, toward the temple. But they also don't like go the length of the eye socket. So, like, look at this. He's yeah. looking to the left in his eye socket, but his You're eye right. ends, it like, mid to... And like, it's, it's just... It is an aesthetic choice specifically for this character that I think is akin to the old-school Storenko. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fine. That's the vibe they're going for. I hate it. Okay. I, I hate it, the eyebrows. It didn't, I didn't, it didn't even hit my radar. Look at those. Look at those. Look at Wong's very normal eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. So magic it's very character. much about the magic. Yeah, they're just magic. Magic users have cool eyebrows. He's a magic user. That's Wong. Ah, shit. Yeah. It's, they just went to the same beautician. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> what about the story, though? Oh, I already said I loved it. Oh, great. great I, like, great. I'm going to stay on this book. I think yeah. Judd McKay is, is so angry. So, um, Joshua Williamson, who's responsible for literally everything that's happening at DC right now, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Judd McKay has his fingers in so many books at Marvel, but honestly, they're 10 times better. Like, he. Judd he, McKay's killing it. He is taking these kind of characters that maybe you can, like, historical or, or, or you know, his, his, historical? Mm-hmm. That's not right. Historically? Mm-hmm. Characters that have history, yes, that have been around for a long time, but he is breathing new life into them. Black Cat, Moon Knight, Doctor Strange. Um, he's about to take over the Avengers. Oh, I'm excited uh, for that. It's it's he's he's wonderful. So I, he is a name that kind of gets me on a book and usually keeps me there. But uh, I'm I typically like Pasquale Ferry, and mm. I am not enjoying his version of this book. Okay, yeah. fair enough. 
Yeah. I love it. I think it's great looking. Well, I think you're wrong. You should all go out to your local comic <laughs> shop and buy a Doctor Strange episode it is one and two. One and two. It and is, then write in. It is a great what do you book. Think yeah, the disagree with me vehemently. Before we run away, there is one book I want to talk about that everyone should be reading, and it's Plush. Everyone. Everyone. Written or by people with a certain taste. <laughs> everyone. My mom should pick this up. Yeah, I think she. I think she would understand. Like it's a story about love at first sight. <laughs> Go uh, on. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to be a little harsh. Uh Doug Wag written by Doug Wagner with art by Daniel Hilliard. Uh Hilliard. Um they did um plastic vinyl um ride. It's really just books that are about very gross things but have a emotional core to them and yeah. it, it 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 each one of these books is like a challenge like hey, how am I going to get you to Root for a serial killer. Hey, how am I going to get you to root for um, cannibals? Yeah. Like by setting them up against something even worse mm-hmm. and you're just kind of in that place. And it's there's humor to all of these books. I mean, I'm already rooting for a cannibal, man. Plush, plush is about cannibal, um, cannibal furries okay, that's weird. against a bunch of well, Billy yeah. Sheriff uh, racists. Oh, that is worse. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is worse. Um, with a <laughs> under... Underlined by a love story between uh, the target of the hillbilly racists and one of the furries. Okay. Um, I loved this book up until... I love this book. This is a great book. Okay. Um, all of their collaborations, Hilliard and, and Wagner, have been great. But there is a worst one, and this might be it. Oh. It, it very much rushes the end, mm. and... The, for the first time in all the books of theirs that I've read, I don't really understand. Like, it's a lot of, um, I don't really understand the conclusion. There's also, there are things that these um, uh, furries can do. Oh. And it's not really, exp- I, there's nothing to this. It's just, they're just good. And okay. I'm like, I mean, you can cut a man in half with that? Or, <laughs> like, I, 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 it, like, look, that is a person's tail cutting another man what? in half down the middle. What? And I keep thinking, like, there's some sort of, like, maybe supernatural or maybe, uh, you know, extra extraterrestrial about it. No. Can I see this? No, it's just... What? So it's... It's, um... Their, their style doesn't lend well to realism. Yeah. Which is fine. But in their other stories, like plastic and vinyl, they do a better job at setting up the ordinary world for the extra natural things to fit. Uh-huh. And this, it's just, it's almost like the story just says uh, they're in costumes. It's enough. Oh. And when they're in costumes, they're able to do things that are ridiculous. Interesting. And, I, and this, 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 um, Beelzebub guy has, doesn't have just, powers. That's just a chain. Well, I mean for that, it's not such a big deal because they do have like Kevlar padding, but some of the other stuff is crazy. You know, like, huh. able to rip off a face with their own teeth. And it's like, yeah, huh? It's just, it... Interesting. The art, the, the the style in which the story is told, it it almost suggests that there's something a little bit more. And there isn't. It's just, it's just surface level. So I guess it's like my own expectations kind of setting up. However, I mean, yeah. however, the other two, the other two uh, collaborations, so fucking strong, it's crazy. Okay. So like, as cool as this was, and... The the love subplot is surprisingly effective. Oh, good. Like, it's like... I like that. Huh? It's right. so cute. Oh, nice. But they're murders. Yeah, but it's yeah. so cute. Yeah. 
Um, I, this is definitely worth a read. All of their stuff is great. I can't wait for the next whatever the hell they're doing together. Click, click, boom. Why well, is that a different artist? It's a different yeah. artist. These two specifically. So we had, uh, we had uh, vinyl, plastic, plush. What's the next yeah. thing? What do you think? Um, Steel? No. Hmm. Uh, wood? Wood. <laughs> that, would, that would actually work. That's yeah, yeah, it would. Um, but yeah, this, um, I would... It would, and it would just have to be them, someone in love with a mannequin or something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, oh, that'd be too much like um, vinyl? It would, be, it would be the same as vinyl. Yeah. No, it would be the same as plastic. Plastic, that's what yeah. it was. He, he was in love with... Um, plastic. Uh, we'll sex talk about it later. Yeah. Sex doll. Yeah. Um, it, that's it. Yeah, that's all the books. That's it. I mean, there's so many more that are coming out today, but um, these are the few that we had a chance to take a look at. Go to your local comic shop, set up a subscription list, tell them what you want. They will get it for you. Come to my shop. I'll get it for you. Um, and then tonight, we are. Uh, it's a pre-recorded episode tonight. We're, we're doing full spoiler review of Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah. Um, mm. However, we will be down there in the chat, so feel free to watch it live and then chat with us, and we'll get back to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where can they find you besides that? Uh, email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com and come to my shop, 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA, Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex. Yeah, I mean, that's that's enough Ooh, for me. We'll you can you join next. my sticker club on patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo. This month's sticker is Butts. themed from uh, Adam's family, the Adam's family. Get and I, I just, they just, they look very good. I'm very get excited. Get Oh, did you get, did they come in? They came in. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right, that's it. We will talk at you later. Do, do, do. Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network. Home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.